Okay, audio's up. Everybody, hello and welcome to the We Seated Podcast. That's the wrong shit. <laughs> Fuck it, we're just gonna go with it. How is everybody doing today? Yes, I am <laughs> one of backwards. your. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Pat, and this is Kev. And yeah, I already said it. So, uh, how you doing, Kevin? <laughs> that British shit threw me off a little bit. Listen, bruv. Uh, you did good. <laughs> you did, yeah. I did. I did quite well. Quite well, actually. Really. <laughs> oh my god, man. But uh, how you doing, bro? Um, we got a we got a, a lot of shit to review yeah. this week. A lot of stuff. A lot of good things. Um, I guess as everybody must have seen uh, the first episode of Mandalorian. I know when this drops, the second episode I already dropped. We'll, but we'll review it next week. What's your thoughts on The Mandalorian? You know, I really do hope that they stray away from the whole, like, okay, he's just going to ask a bunch of questions in every episode and go on these little missions. Like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, but I need that. All right. Hey, man, I, I that's guess how I'm it on is, a mission. But that's it's like, our, but it's like our, two seasons. We got two seasons of that. RPGs, not RPGs, role-playing games. It, I, I feel like I'm watching Grand Theft Auto... The, the series like it's like that's pretty much oh, it. you, know, you want to accomplish this mission you need this one thing you got to go to that planet all right i'm on my way well you know i think um in the first season of the mandalorian when uh when the, when everybody was anticipating it they thought it was going to be this grand show and i mean it's good but what it turned out to be was more of like one of these shows that are like uh hercules and xena's from that came out in the 90s where it's just like a a beat for beat like uh, new monster of the uh, of the week kind of show, and I think that this what that's what this show is, but it's a little bit more developed. Whereas, like, we're getting more character development as we as we go along because we're seeing that it's this is a show about like shit. This is the second uh, Pedro Pascal show that's about like a father trying to take care of his child, yeah. like a you know a makeshift family kind of thing. And uh, you see that he's trying to teach uh, Grogu how to the way of the world and the way of the Mandalorian kind of thing, which uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, I don't think the the rest of the show is going to be like that. Um, I think it is going to it's going to dive in deep. I want to see who's going to be the big bad because it seems like every time he comes across one, uh, that that person goes down. Um, I really do think that it might be. Boa Katan, I really do like that actress. Yeah, I really do like the way that she acts. Uh, for some reason, um, she always looks like she's smiling. She has this this way of like uh, she has like this smirk about it when she delivers her lines, but it's like nah, I don't trust you one fucking bit. 
I know this smile that you have, it, it, it seems like it's uh, inviting, but I think that you're going to either try to not stab me in the back because that's not the way you do it, but you're going to stab me right in the chest as you smile. And it, it sucks that she had, she lost all her crew, but um, times are tough. And she yeah. doesn't have that fucking the dark saber. So it makes sense. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm anticipating uh, when he goes to the to the, the waters to bathe, like yeah. he said he was going to do. Um, one thing like I... Prince. One, <laughs> <laughs> I know for sure, though, uh, the cinematography is getting better yeah. with every season. This se- I, I, I went back to the first season, looked at a couple episodes, and 100% it is getting better. Um, they were comparing this... Uh, the cinematography on this show to uh, the cinematography in Andor. Yeah. And then they were saying that Andor is uh, it's better, but I, I think do... I, from the Star Wars movies, I think Rogue One has the best cinematography. Yes. And then what I loved about Andor was that it looked like, like Rogue, Rogue One. One. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably got a lot of feedback. It was more gritty. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was, yeah. it was like it just felt like it didn't feel like a TV show. They appreciated the the, the darks. Yeah. For, yes. for lack of a better uh, word, they they really appreciate the darks and they brought it out and they showed more and it like the dark the darkness was a character all by itself and I really enjoyed that in Andor and and uh, uh, Rogue One, but um, I do like the there's a lot of sand in this fucking in this series in all Star Wars series. Uh, I think we are, we've already discussed this before that. Yo, I will come on. Can we see some green, please? Not even green. Some city. In Andor, when they showed you the city and uh, the 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 pond broker, uh, I, I was I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm all for this. Show me the city. I want to see somebody go into the house and do some stuff rather than it seems like everybody is just struggling in the galaxy far, far away, and I'm sick of it, man. Desert life just looks like I don't. That's why I will never go to Burning Man or any of those uh, Coachella everyone, shits Everyone like looks that. dehydrated. It's, it's like, damn, I'm hot out here. <laughs> I'm fucking hot out here. And I got to keep this helmet on. If you're a Mandalorian, you got to keep that goddamn helmet on. By the way, while they were bringing in a new Mandalorian, they lost like four. <laughs> Their numbers are dwindling, yo. It is at dramatic. Why would you? I would be complaining. If I was, I was like, yo, I'm just saying, we could have done this inside of a house air conditioned everything but now nah, you want to do this by a lake that clearly has a big ass fucking alligator in there the, like nobody knew that like that, i literally <laughs> thought the same thing when i saw that scene like yo you guys are from this planet like you knew that you hang around here all the fucking time and you telling me that nobody nobody spotted that there was a fucking like uh, a big ass alligator that's i don't know what the hell that was but it was that, a big ass alligator. That's exactly bro, what it they was. Were just it was losing. an alligator with a turtle shell. Yeah, and they were just losing people, man. That that dude with the with the turret gun, when he moved that kid out of the way, I'm like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm like, what what what's your plan? Move. Are you just gonna shoot at it, dog? I was a loss for words. I'm like, but it was good though. It it was dramatic. It was a uh, it was a hell of an entrance for. Um, oh my god, I forgot the Mandalorian's name. Mando. No, no, but that's that's his, Pedro that's, Pascal. No, no, no. His, what's his uh, character's name? D Dijon. Oh, uh, Dijon Mustard. That guy. <laughs> they um, <laughs> when he came in flying, and then you just see Grogu come in from the back, like he just woke up with his hand in the air, like, Ugh. 
what's going on you guys which was a uh, pretty that was pretty cool and one thing they they did a lot with this episode they're they're tying in uh references to like other movies and shows mm-hmm. so you had the little characters from um from the last Star Wars movie, the last one. I from Rise of Skywalker, uh, Babu Frick's yeah. species, whatever you call it. Um, they were on the show. And then they also did another reference to Rebels when Grogu, when they're going through hyperspace and mm-hmm. Grogu sees like those giant whale-like creatures that was actually introduced on the show Rebels. Those are oh, creatures shit. that can actually like swim across hyperspace. like. When someone, when a spaceship is going into light speed, they can actually jump into that and like swim along it. I gotta rewatch this show. I didn't see that shit. Yeah, when <laughs> when Grogu's like looking at it, you see like a big whale shape, and it's like communicating with it. And then he That's sits on uh, Mando's cool. lap. Yeah. That's so, pretty fucking cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I. That's all uh, Dave Filoni's touch. You know, like mm-hmm. he he wants everything to to stay. You know canon and to stay within that that universe i think they got to do whatever they can to keep him there like mm-hmm. he, he he's doing a lot of good he, I, I would see i i view him as like the kevin feige of well, yeah, the star wars I, i'm a fan of like get the get the fans or somebody who appreciates the the what you call it the the actual franchise to direct or produce or be involved with the actual stuff so they can keep it going because it just seems if you got the opposite, you're going to get stuff like Resident Evil or uh, Monster Hunter directed by the same guy. And by any chance, you're going to get uh, Mila Yukovich in the, in the in the show or movie. And uh, that's, that already sounds like a disappointment. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I would have loved for them to do like a two episode premiere because everybody was like, one, what the hell is this one? <laughs> Why not two? I mean, uh, uh, Amazon just dropped a, a new show, and they gave us three episodes of that show. But I see, I see what they're doing. They're going to give. A, uh, I'm not really sure how many episodes they're going to be. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to shoot for seven. That's what I'm thinking. That there's going to possibly seven or eight, and we're going to be at this for eight weeks, which is pretty good. It's a, it's a good thing. And on top of that, I'm getting back into the whole like appreciating. Um, like waiting for the the show of the week kind of thing every Wednesday kind of stuff. You know, I I'm really into that. So what did you think about Navarro and how it uh changed from where it was in season 1 till now that it's a bustling city? I think it's interesting that yeah, it, it looks like a beautiful city now, but mm-hmm. it looks I feel like it's too good to be true. There, there's still there's something, something there. Yeah, yeah, I think there's still something there. Um, I think the fact that uh, what's the name of the actor? Uh, uh, Billy D. Williams. No, not Billy D. Williams. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah, that's the, the the fact that he still has like that other that edge to him, where he was like, "Oh no, no, you know this the city's improved, but I still got my gun on my holster." I think was a perfect representation of what's going on in that town where it's like yeah they they, they want to make it better but the, the, there's you know it, it, it's like there's still dust under the rug and i think hopefully it'll resurface where it's like nah it's just a front maybe it might just be a front i mean the way it, so like, far everything like, is going is is working out well for the mandalorian yeah. and the people like who who follows him so i could see like the the other fucking shoe dropping and for some reason, like the people that he was attached to, 
like being hunted down by uh by say the federation that's not what they're called by the empire yeah. like slowly like rather than attack mandalorian like they get a jedi to attack his people and yeah. stuff like that and then they get up to him i can see that happening shit we might even get darth vader right might even get that like what where, where's this timeline well, no, this, no, this is after. Oh, this is after. No, it's not. This is. Um... This is not during. I don't know. I don't know when this is supposed to. No, take no, place. this is after because remember we saw Luke Skywalker at the end of season two. This is after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so, so Luke Skywalker. This is yeah. after Return of the Jedi. So Darth Vader's dead, mm-hmm. but it's before the new trilogy. Mm. So it's like in between. So the First Order hasn't been created yet. But the the empire is kind of like dwindling down. So hopefully, what we'll see is the creation of the first order. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's been a, a lot of talk um, ever since they showed Ahsoka, played by Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Um, there was that uh, that dude, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. That, that blue looking guy. Supposedly, he's gonna make an appearance, and he's just as bad. And that I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to is all that stuff, and I'm looking forward to Rosario Dawson's show. So, do you think that because um, him in uh, the the actual movies, he wasn't they didn't really show him that that much. Well, he was on. They they only really showed him. I the, the reason why people know him is from the books, yeah, the games, mm-hmm. and then the TV show Rebels, and all that stuff is uh, well, the TV show is canon, but all that other stuff is not right. No, but but they just threw in his character, and then I guess they just they decided to make it canon on the uh-huh. on the TV show Rebels. But I mean, I mean, I'm and I'm also very interested to know who's gonna play him if they do show him. But I, special there, effects are pretty good. There needs to be a return of yeah. uh, Grand uh, uh, Gideon, Gideon yeah. Moff. Yeah. Because uh, he's a great actor, the guy that plays him. Um, I know he's gonna be. I think he's he's going back to MegaCon again. This year, hopefully, we'll see him. Gideon. That's the dude, the, the cowboy? Gideon. No, Moff Gideon was the guy that had the oh, dark saber. Um, Giancarlo Espinosa. Es- Espacito. Despacito. Despacito, yeah. Espacito? Espacito. Is, it, is it a D apostrophe or it's a D? It's an E. Oh, so Espacito. Espacito. Oh, he didn't die? Then how did he get the... Yeah, because what's the name? Mandalorian got the the dark saber from him, and the only way that you can get that dark saber is if you kill somebody. Because remember, he wanted to give it to. Uh, but how did he kill him? I don't remember. I gotta watch that episode again. I remember? It, it was uh, he defeated him in combat, and then uh, when he defeated him in combat, something happened along the lines of uh, it was like the guy was oh like oh I'm not done yet I got a gun, or some shit like that. It was something like that. Like he had a gun or something, and. I thought when when Luke Skywalker was going in just slaughtering all those guys that he was still alive. I gotta was watch he? that episode. Yeah, I, gotta I, I honestly that. don't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking forward to all of that. Um, looking just also forward to new content being posted on Disney Plus because it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, I mean they lost a lot of people uh, the end of uh, last quarter, so I'm looking forward to the the new content. They have been having new content drop, but it's not in our demographic. Like it's for like children and stuff like that. you know Disney going back to Disney, yeah. um, but I am looking forward to the stuff that they got dropping 
uh, Star Wars related or just not Star Wars related, Marvel, whatever. But um, yeah, this show, this episode was a pretty good, uh, you know, so far they haven't failed. They had, they, they've been, they've been uh, holding, holding true. Like Mandalorian is a pretty good show ran by uh, John Favreau. And he says that he doesn't have like an end in, in sight. So he's just playing it by ear, which I guess that was a way to do it in the past. But nah, man, I need a, I need, I need an ending. I need to know where this show ends because I don't want to have like, as much as I do like the the show, I'm about to say, but I don't want it to be like a supernatural after season. I want to say seven, like they just kept on going. Yeah, you know, and it's like nah, you, yo, you guys were good there. What happens is that it starts getting, it starts um, showing you nothing but like filler episodes yeah. where it's like, oh, the episode really isn't about anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't contribute to the story or the journey of the character. Yeah. yeah. Um, so last weekend, after the podcast, uh, we went to go check out Cocaine Bear, and that was quite an experience. What do mm-hmm. you think of Cocaine Bear? I thought it was a uh, pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, uh, you know, when I look back, I'm like, was it too long? But there were scenes that I was like, nah, they needed this. They needed that. They There was a lot of scenes that were needed to tell a story. If anything, they could have taken out the the beginning scene where you just told me that that was supposed to be Olaf and, uh, and Elsa and Elsa from Frost. from Not Frost. From, from Frozen. Frozen. My bad. The Frost is the uh, DreamWorks version of uh, Frozen. Uh, but, um, yeah, I didn't, I did not know that, uh, they could have taken that out, but it would have just been like 15 minutes rather than that. Um, I thought the, the movie was, it was just something great to watch, you know, just to turn off your brain for a little bit and just let, just let the media consume you. And it did. Everybody in the theater was laughing. It was one of those, uh, those those times that it was it was fine with people you know talking to the screen saying like what are you doing, oh my god it was it was that shit that was just happening all over and it was perfect, it was a it was a good time. No, I I one hundred percent enjoyed the movie. Um, you can't go into this movie thinking you're gonna watch something like an Academy Award winning yeah. film like no, but this reminded me of this the not movies. Sure this, yeah, yeah but, but it reminded me of the movies that we used to go watch when we were in high school. It's the weekend, you go out with your friends, and you just want to watch something that's just going to be pure entertainment. That's exactly what this yeah. was. It was just There's no pure fucking lore that you need to know. There's no comic book that you needed to get, uh, like, four or five years ago. There's no series that you needed to watch. There was a TikTok on that. This yeah. guy was, like, saying, like, no, you don't got to wait after the credits. You don't got to do anything. It's None just you sit there, and it's fucking great, just- and it's funny. Kids are doing cocaine in this movie. Yeah. That's it. That's all yeah. I got to say is kids are doing cocaine in this There's movie. kids doing cocaine. Which yeah. I think that's the first time I've seen that. I've never seen that either. Yeah, I've never seen that either. Oh, shit. It's a first. I think that's a first. We've seen kids do marijuana. You know, We've it's seen... also a first that I've never seen people who actually do cocaine on TV or movies and they didn't enjoy it. Usually when you see people who do cocaine, they do the... <laughs> And they, oh, yeah. Or they do the, they instantly get like powers and shit. I don't know if you remember uh, yeah. Tropic Thunder and uh, Jack Black when he, he did cocaine and then, 
I think he he killed a, a bat and he drank the blood from the cocaine bat and he got like super fucking powers. These kids didn't have any. They did have superpowers. That kid climbed that fucking tree. They didn't. They never showed you the powers that the kids get. But one kid. But you climbed see the, the aftermath. Fucking, yeah, you see the aftermath. Like one kid was like all the way up a fucking tree, which was difficult to climb. And uh, the other kid, uh, did she get dragged or did she run into the woods with the bear? She she got chased into the woods. Yeah, she got chased into. So she outran a fucking bear into its lair in the woods, which was like, yeah, it was it was powered by cocaine. Another thing, they didn't have a drink ready for, uh, you know, because they had a drink for Ant-Man. Like you could buy a drink at the movie theaters. For Ant Man, but it didn't have one for Cocaine Bear, which you know I told the bartender like, damn, y'all got no, you ain't got no drink that has something like Cocaine Bear in it. I'm like, damn, let me, can I get a, a Jack and Coke? And she was like, we got Pepsi. <laughs> ain't the same, yo. Well, that's probably why. That's probably why they didn't have a drink ready because they had Pepsi products. Yeah, and they had Coke Pepsi products. products, and it's like, fuck, man, it ain't the same. But she thought that I mean, like, it ain't the same meaning like Pepsi doesn't taste like Coke, which she was totally right. But I mean that, you know, I want a Jack and Coke. Like, the Coke is part of the whole joke. Or or maybe, like, if they didn't have a drink, maybe, like, have, like, a food item or something. Something with, like, pixie dust. Yeah, something like or that. Or, like, I don't know, serve, like, a bear claw dessert or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, and uh, Emily Blunt, right? Emily Blake? Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, she uh, directed this. Uh, movie, which I think uh, this is not her first one that she's directed, but this one right here is my favorite by far. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, she's thinking about uh, she has some stipulations that she she wants to go through in order to do the like a part two, which is going to be about a cocaine shark, which it's about a news that dropped uh, early February that I think a whole ton of uh, uh, of coke was dropped into Pacific Ocean, so. You know, somebody asked her if she would ever do something like that. And she was like, she has some stipulations. Um, not sure what those stipulations are, but I hope she does. After watching this, like, um, this movie looked like it was fun to shoot. And on top of that, it was uh, it was fun to, to watch. I really enjoyed it. What, what was your part? What was your favorite part in the movie? Well, I love the fact that Ray Liotta's <laughs> in the movie. And he, he his career blew up from playing a cocaine addict in Goodfellas. And now he's dead because of cocaine in the movie. Yeah. Like, I'm about to say in real life, no. no, no, no. Like, I, 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 I yeah. paused at the wrong point of the sentence. But um, it was like it was his startup and then like the end of the line yeah. for him was cocaine. Um, they, they had they had his little homage. There was like uh, in, in memoriam to uh, Ray Liotta. Which, you know, it's like, damn, you know, it, it sucked. But I don't think a lot of people knew that he died when they were watching that movie. Well, I think a lot of people from, the, especially younger people from this generation, they don't know who no the fuck idea that is, who, yeah. who Ray Liotta is. And, and you talk about nah, Goodfellas and they're like, what? No, nah, I can't say that, man, because... A when, lot of young people do not know anything about Goodfellas. Because I was still young when Goodfellas came out, and I watched it when I was <coughs> young. I watched. You know, again, once again, you need Sherpas. <coughs> Everybody needs people to guide them into cinema. They need like adults, uncles, aunties, Bro, I saw brothers. An, I saw an interview with, <coughs> excuse me, the the actress that played Ellie on The Last of Us. She's mm-hmm. never seen Jurassic Park, 
and they asked her, "You've never like." Well, does she is she the is she the oldest? And her parents now probably don't even think they give a fuck. They don't they don't care. You know, I, I'm not gonna blame the kids who who don't see the shows or the movies that are like uh, cult classics or they're like part they're they're like a heavy part of pop culture. I'm not gonna blame the the actual kid. I'm gonna blame the people around them because it's like. These are questions that you think that your friend or your family members will ask. Like, oh, you haven't seen this? You go, well, watch this. Like, um, uh, Back to the Future. I think I must have saw that when I think I saw the the, the third one in, in movie theaters. But I watched the first one like on VHS and my brother showed me and watched it over and over. It was a bootleg version, but I watched that shit over and over until that fucking thing just ran dead kind of stuff. So, like, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of things that I don't know, man. A lot of people just uh, the, the, we experienced this the first time we went to SuperCon and we made our first video. We asked a whole bunch of people, younger people, like before we started asking them the questions. Oh, have you seen Back to the Future? Nope. Have you seen the Goonies? Nope. If they didn't see that, they definitely did not see Goodfellas. Wouldn't that be crazy if they did though? What if we say, "Oh, you haven't seen this, Absolutely but have you not. seen? But have you seen The Godfather? Oh, yes, I love that movie. You seen The Godfather?" But you haven't seen, uh, you haven't seen uh, what you call it, Pretty in Pink or Breakfast Club, or I'm like, oh, you have you have fine taste. You're 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 you must be up there with the the elites of uh, cinema goers, aren't you? I guess I can see that being uh, some people. <coughs> but um, Cocaine Bear, Cocaine Bear uh, knocked out Ant Man out of the first place spot the first second time. weekend. First time that this uh, uh, Ant Man's week two was the lowest performing Marvel week two movie in history, and I found out some news about Ant Man that um, you know that ending. They shot it, they wrote it, and shot it a month before the movie came out. So that wasn't even like a, the original plan. So I wonder what the original ending was. Don't know, but that made me so fucking mad because I was looking at a video and they were talking about the the. He brought up this thing that we were that we were talking about like off the podcast where there were, uh, it's a video about like he hates nan uh, nanite technology. Okay. He hates the whole thing about like uh, people being able to just take off their mask in uh, Marvel movies. Not even in Marvel movies, but every superhero movie just by doing this. And you just see the head just tilt back and then... Wait, just, who doesn't like that? Uh, the the video that I was watching, this guy, oh. I was like, bro, yeah, you're so fucking right. Because he said it takes away from like a moment where somebody's actually taking off their helmets kind of stuff. Because think about in Civil War, right? When uh, Black Panther is chasing down uh, a Winter Soldier, right? And then he's surrounded by cops. And then he takes off his helmet and he just does this. And then it's a reveal. Yeah. Now it's just like you just see head nodding. Hey, what's going on? And then you see his face just automatically there. And there was another scene where in uh, Ant Man one where you see that um, Ant Man he he still had the top of his helmet, but the bottom would like fold into itself. So you still see him, kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That is that is taken away from uh, I don't know. It adds drama to it. Yeah, it's a reveal. It's a dramatic reveal. Yeah, and and 
you know, he was he was saying that maybe it's because uh, the whole thing about like you know actors like to see their face when they're acting. He said, but Marvel made a whole new way of shooting just to show people inside masks. Yeah, remember that. I think it's also because of the suit being CGI. It's gonna look like you you'll be able to tell. Oh, the suit's CGI, but the helmet's fake, and then it just kind of throws people off. They need they need to step away from that CGI stuff, man. I really enjoy like a face reveal of somebody just taking off a mask kind of thing. I really do like that kind of stuff. And to go back to Ant Man, it is. I see what the problem is now. Like after watching that video, I see what the problem is. Like I, it's the fact that we're getting too much funny. The, like, what's, what's a serious movie that, that's, that might be coming out from uh, Marvel? We might, uh, Secret Wars might be fun. It might be serious. It seems like the only grounded, like, serious movies that we got were Captain America movies. Yeah, the Russo brother movies. Yeah, the Russo brother movies. And by far, if you ask people which, which, uh, which is their favorite Marvel movie, everybody likes to say, uh, for the majority, is Winter Soldier. Yeah. And that one... Barely had any jokes. There was some weight to it. It was it was the tone was serious. And the thing is, it's like Ant-Man needed to be a funny movie. But the fact that this I think this movie did bad is uh, I think this movie did bad because Thor was a, 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 a bad movie. It was a worse movie. So people did not really want to see this because it was too funny. It was too many funnies. We need a serious. And this is not... It, it just sucks that this movie did bad because that's that's my thoughts. Like, I felt like if Ant-Man... I, I, think, I felt that if uh, Thor would have been a serious, a more serious movie, especially dealing with the topics that it was touching with, uh, you know, uh, cancer and uh, losing someone that you, you know, losing someone that you that you rekindle love with uh, someone who, who has a child and, you know, they, they sacrifice their life in order to bring a child into this world kind of stuff. You would think that, Oh, you know, with these topics, this movie would, uh, it would be a little serious. And it wasn't. It's like, yeah, as soon as they get into the series, they, they bail out. They pull that fucking ripcord. They don't want you to, to let it sit for a little bit. And I would really like them to, to let it sit and I hope Marvel like understands that now nah, man like I know you guys are so hell-bent on you know making people uh laugh and you know get away from the world that's so serious but yeah sometimes we want to see things that are more serious than it is or I mean just have a balance like I yeah. get Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn it's gonna be funny um Ant-Man was originally supposed to be with Edgar Wright you knew that 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 was gonna be funny but it's like, don't just focus on that. Because I felt like even with, uh, it, it's like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy did well in the box office. Thor Ragnarok did well in the box office. And then they thought like, okay, so then we're just going to make everything funny. No, 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 no. It's You got to have the balance. Like Thor Ragnarok was great and it was hilarious. But the Avengers Infinity War came out after that and it was just as good yeah. and it wasn't as funny like it, it did have its funny moments but you know uh the thanos is was still terrifying and, and still still frightening and 
overall was was fantastic. I, I remember watching Infinity War a hundred times, like when it came out on Disney Plus. Like I, I couldn't stop watching it because it was that good. Um, whatever they're gonna do with Secret Wars and the new Avengers movie, and, and they better pick a really good director and really good writer, and like they 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 they've got a lot to clean up for yeah. sure. Um, oh, the the name of the of the YouTube video I was seeing is called uh, Marvel Bring Back Real Helmets. It's called it's from Brown Table. Yeah, it's it's a real good watch. It's only about like ten minutes long, thirteen minutes long. It's a real good watch. Um, but going back to Cocaine Bear, you mm-hmm. you wanted to follow that up with a question. Yes. Yeah, I have this uh, question that I saw. Um, a friend brought it up to me. Uh, shout out to Gamer. Uh, he he brought this question to me. He said, question for the audience. Important thought experiment. You're in an arena with 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, 3 brown bears, 15 wolves, 1 hunter with a rifle. Don't know what kind of rifle it is. 7 buffalo, 10,000 rats, 5 gorillas, Four lions. Pick two to defend you, and the others are attacking you. You, the goal is to survive for one hour. None of these animals are coked out, by the way. These animals are just regular animals, but you know you can control them to do whatever you want. So, out of all these animals, the fifty hawks, ten crocodiles. I gotta say it again: three brown bears, fifteen wolves, one hunter. With the rifle, seven buffalo, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, four lions. Which one are you picking? I would go with the five gorillas and the four lions. Four lions, <clears throat> why? Because they're all about stealth. You're not going to see them coming. That, And then with the five gorillas, the fact that they can stand up straight... And the fact that they can climb trees, I think, gives them an, an advantage. You're in an the arena. The strength, the strength of a gorilla, bro. Bro, a, a, uh, three brown bears can kill a fucking gorilla, though. Yes, but gorillas can can can. I don't. I, I feel like they can move around more. <laughs> <laughs> they can bob and weave. <laughs> they can bob and weave. A gorilla's gonna be like, like, let me, let me, let me box you up. Yeah, maybe if you can control the gorilla to do stuff. If you have a little a bit of prep time, I guess. The, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, the bear can come can come after you, mm-hmm. but then they got to stand up to do this. Yeah. With the gorilla, I, I don't know. But they got mouths, though. They can bite. I've seen two Gorillas bears fight each other, and that shit looks violent, man. It's, it's, fucking, it's fucking violent. Like, you see the, the bears like, and I'm like, man, I, thank God I'm not that. <laughs> That shit is but 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 that's why I feel like the lion would be just as good as the the bear, and you got four lions. Because you got fucking teeth. Okay, and then claws. what you gonna do about the hunter, the one hunter with a rifle? I don't know, man. I think as the hunter is going for one lion, another lion's coming at it, or a gorilla. But yo, when you see gorillas, how they swing, mm. bro, it's like I've seen it's a, like ten baseball bats. Yeah, I've seen a gorilla you. throw another gorilla like a frisbee. Oh yes, I saw that video and it was fucking hilarious. And, that, and, you, and the, the gorilla that he threw that that he threw landed on his feet and started to chase him. 
it, it yo, it spinned around like this in the air, like sideways, like that. Landed on his feet and just started chasing. And then what? What would you pick? Well, my obviously ten thousand rats. Ten thousand rats. You know what I mean? And I'm also going to pick uh, fifty hawks. Ten thousand rats. I got the ground covered in rats. I might make uh, uh, basically like a mech suit around my body, surrounded by rats. Okay. What if you didn't have the mech suit though? <laughs> no, my my body's going to be a mech suit of rats. Oh, and I'm going to walk around like this. So if the sniper tries to shoot at me, he's just going to do nothing but shoot rats. Oh, because the bullet's going to stop at the rat. Yeah. Or what I could do is this. I can make a mirage. I'll tell the rest to form a unit that looks like me in the shadows. So the sniper will think that he's attacking the rat. He he thinks that he's attacking me, but he's attacking the rat. And then uh, obviously, I mean, I got to survive. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do some attacking myself. So I'm going to sneak up on the sniper, on the hunter and a, down. Now I got a sniper rifle. I'm shooting off the fucking the bears and stuff like that as the rats are attacking and the hawk is just like 50 hawks by the way. 50 hawks and it's just picking what is it picking at? What is it picking at, bro? of all the animals. Because those hawks, bro, I'm going to smack that shit when it comes at me, bro. It's a bird. How big is a fucking hawk? I got to see how big a fucking hawk is because I think I think they got the wingspan of like six feet how big is a hawk? Hawks don't don't attack big things like bears and humans. Well, now we got different types of hawks here. There's one that's like two pounds. Shit, now we're over here. Um, yeah, three, one. three feet, seven inches. The biggest one ever recorded was four feet and seven inches. The wingspan. But what about the claws? How big are the claws? Oh, come on. <laughs> the talons. It can't be that big. Let me see. Can a hawk pick up a 15-pound dog? Let me see. A 15-pound dog? And how <laughs> and how big are you, Pat? <laughs> I'm not saying that the hawk is going to pick me up like, take me away kind of shit. I'm not going to. Yeah, those hawks aren't doing shit to my bears. So I mean, just... to my gorillas. And they're not doing shit to my lions. Can you imagine? But the, what about the rats? 10,000 rats? Now, That's a wave of rats. Now, you do have a good point, though. Now, if this is a battle happening over time, those One those hour. rats are going to spread disease faster than anything, right? But if it's one hour, like, straight to the point, I don't know, bro. Bro, the only thing that the world has to worry about is what I'm going to do after I have 10,000 rats. After I win this competition. Because I'm going to take over the fucking world. I'm going to have these rats mating with each other, having offsprings, and then the world is mine. 50 hawks, 10 billion rats, and nobody's going to stop me. It's going to be catastrophe. You're going to be looking at me like I'm the I'm the Kim Jong-il of the whole fucking world. You guarantee it. Just watch me. It's going to be magical. It's going to be a magical world. The FBI is gonna now be, listening in on this podcast. I'm going to be sitting on a throne of rats like this. Like that. Like, yes. As I just cruise through New York, Times Square, listen, uh, you're just going to be here. But what does he got? He's got a lot. I don't know. Frank Sinatra. 
I did it my way. I'm gonna just, as I'm eating a hot dog. King shit, man. King shit with ten billion rats. The, that's the that's the thing that they should have they shouldn't have gave me that option. I think that's the best option out of the whole bunch. Ten thousand rats. I'm talking about New York size rats. <laughs> I'm not talking about these so little basically fucking, ten thousand chihuahuas. Yeah, ten thousand chihuahuas running at bro. Ten thousand rats can kill like uh, a fucking uh, three three bears. Uh, it can kill five. Uh, it can kill like five or so. No, four lions. Oh, the seven buffalo. Damn it! I don't know what to do with buffalo. To be honest with you. But I feel like buffalo are chill. They, they're they don't too really, chill. I mean, I guess they're you can, huge, but I don't. I don't see them as like. Like I, I like I, they probably, travel in herds, so I don't know if they attack in herds. I, I think. I think. I think what I would do is like I'll have my rats attack the buffalo, bring over the carcass, so then I could use it as a shield from the hunter. And neither of us cared about the fifteen wolves. <sighs> Fuck these wolves, man! I got rats, man. <laughs> <laughs> if now, but if I didn't have uh, if I didn't have any uh, rats, I think I would go for the wolves, because wolves are pretty fucking big. You know what's crazy? I saw on a like one of those like animal documentaries. They were talking about like how animals have evolved over time. Because on this list, you have ten crocodiles, and this one guy, this one scientist, said the reason why alligators and crocodiles have not really evolved much from since the time of the dinosaurs is because they didn't need to. Like, that's how good they are of, like, as, as far as, like, being a predator. A lot of animals have evolved over time so that they can get better, you know, to go against the whole uh, survival of the fittest. But crocodiles and alligators, they, they're very much similar to how they were really of years ago because they're that good. Isn't that crazy? That's scary. <laughs> this is now... Can you imagine somebody's like, nah, he, he doesn't need to change up his game because he's just that good. Like, if you think, Jesus like, Christ. you know, you, you look at a at a alligator crocodile at face value, you know, they got the short legs and you're like, oh, but that's a disadvantage. It's like, nah, because they don't need it because they don't attack on land. They attack in the water. Yeah. And they're sneaky as fuck. Yeah, they don't fucking need it because they're fast. When it comes to, like, short spurts, fucking crocodiles and alligators are fucking fast. And then that fucking death roll. And then they just, they drown their subject. And then they leave them underwater because since their teeth, my bad, since their teeth can't really like um, rip into things that well, they wait for it to get like real like uh, soft and tendery. And then they go out and to attack it. Because I remember, the only reason why I remember that is because you remember back in, uh, uh, I would say like 10, 20 years ago, where that Australian company, uh, Australian couple, went to uh, Disney World, and their child got uh, oh, yeah. pulled in the water into the lake. Yeah. Into the lake, and I was like, I'm "Like, why the fuck didn't that alligator like? Why why would he pull it into the lake? They ought to drown him." But then there was a documentary that I saw on YouTube that said that what they do is they dr- they they drag their prey underwater and they leave them underneath to the rock. Soggy. Yeah, and that's why they found that little that that little kid underneath water, like under like a log that was there, like his body was there, because the alligator put it there. Holy shit! 
And I was like, holy fucking shit, that's fucking rough. But that family, they they didn't they didn't sue uh, Disney or any of that stuff. I think they did. The I think they did. There there's a video, another video that I saw mm. of this employee, a former employee of Disney. They're like, yo, they pay so much money for that information not to go public. Oh wow! Yeah, because the, when, when all that stuff. Yeah, because they the were like, they, that I saw they were like saying the family didn't. They were saying like, yo, crazy shit happens at those Disney parks almost every month, but like you never hear about any of it because they pay a lot of good money for it to not go public. Really? Yeah, a lot of like uh, contracts, NDAs, like. You know, like we're gonna we're we're gonna settle this. We're gonna pay for the funeral. We're gonna pay for all this shit. But we need you to sign this, saying, saying that you're not, that you're gonna, not say gonna say anything. anything. And if you do, we're gonna come after you. Come after them like what? Like sue you? No, no, no. Well, maybe, maybe. They <laughs> said, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna come after you. We're gonna come after you. You know, with paperwork. But I mean, on top of that, you know, I mean, just. You know, some you might want to get a haircut, but what happens if he cuts it a little too, too short? You know what I mean? Just uh, uh oh. <laughs> like yeah, you know, you might go get a haircut, and what happens if he, you know, cuts it a little too short? Like, uh oh, I missed. What about then? I don't know. They got the money to do that, to have people disappear. And you know what I realized? I just watched this documentary before uh, we got here. It's about uh, it's about a cult that took place in, uh, in, in uh, I want to say, uh, in Asia, about a cult. Uh, it, same thing, you know, religious cult. And it's like you don't need enough. You, there's not enough. It's not the money that gives people the power to have people disappear. It's the... The devotion. Bro, if people were devoted to you, motherfuckers will go out and find somebody that you're having problems with, and then they'll have that person missing. And I saw that on this documentary, man. I just saw the first episode, uh, episode and a half of it, and it's it's pretty good. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, man, it's, um, it's scary. And Disney, even if they don't even want to pay people to do that, the followers, the people who are like, Disney goers, those uh, Disney uh, fans and stuff, those motherfuckers will kill to just be like engulfed in the Disney culture. Yeah, yeah, and it's scary. <clears throat> People who, who who are like Disney enthusiasts who like to talk about it, they kind of scare me sometimes. Yeah, there's different types of Disney enthusiasts. Like me, I'm I'm a I'm a Disney park enthusiasts like I, I'm I'm a I'm a theme park enthusiast in general. Um and I, I'm into more like the science and like what went what went behind creating the park and all of that stuff. But as soon as I see someone wearing the the, the Mickey ears, I, I keep yeah. my distance for sure. Like uh in California it's those people who, who go like weekly to Disney World or Disneyland and they're perfectly fine with it. I think there's like there has to be a documentary on those kind of people, yeah. like the people who have like a gang of, of Disney people that they wear like leather jackets, but they wear the Mickey ears and stuff like that. And the people who work at Disney know them by names and stuff like that. That they go so much. 
Well, what happens is a lot of th- those people that are like that hardcore, they end up becoming employees. They end up becoming employees or they were former employees. Those are jobs that I can't work. That's why, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting a little mad because that's why I didn't. Uh, I remember I tried to apply for a job at uh, Apple. But since I was not this um, this diehard Apple fan, you know, like. They didn't pick you? Yeah. Oh, guaranteed they, they didn't me. pick me. They, they picked, picked you? Me. Yeah, they did they, not they pick picked me, bro. They picked me, but. I was I was trying to go for a manager role. I, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we you know we want to set you up." And I was like, "Oh, but I wasn't applying to be an associate. I wanted to be a manager. I saw online you guys had a manager position open. Oh, it was actually filled." And I'm like, "All right, so no, thank you then." But in the in in the in the group, we had a group interview, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Yeah, I I have a MacBook Pro. I got the Apple Watch. I got this. I got that." And they were just like, "Check, check, check." All right, bro. Yeah. All I had at the time was an Apple phone. Bro, you can lie. You can fucking lie. And, and I'm then, not a liar. Because they're not going to verify it. They're not going to verify it. <laughs> they can't. They can't verify it. But, you know, I was just like, no, all I got is a phone. So all I got is a phone. Say, I would like to buy an Apple um, desktop, but I'm like, I got a PC at my house and stuff like that, you know. And they were like, oh, really? You know, there's people who were like, oh, yeah, I got a, everything Apple. I'm like, yeah, I got a friend of mine who works at Apple. You know, he works in Aperture. And I'm all the way down in, like, uh, Doral area in fucking traffic time. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it says, um, I started to talk about like, I'm like, yeah, I have sales experience. I have all these, uh, all these experience about sales, selling cell phones, selling all these other kind of different things. I'm like, uh, I was in the top, uh, sales in the United States for like three months. Then I was in the top, what you call it for a year and stuff like that. I did all this other kind of shit. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I sold a lot. And, they were like, oh, yeah, but we just don't – they didn't tell me that they didn't uh, – you don't fit in. It's just that I don't fit the, like, the culture or something like that. And I was like, you motherfuckers. They interviewed me on the fucking phone, right? They interviewed me to the point that, oh, can you come down the next fucking day? I'm like, yeah, I could do that. And I drove – an hour and a half, which, by the way, is supposed to take 30 minutes, but it was traffic time because they wanted to meet fucking 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Drove down there an hour and a half, get there to get denied. Then I had to, t- it take me two hours because it took me like 30 minutes just to get out of the fucking mall to drive back home. Oh, man, that was the worst. The worst fucking interview I've ever been a part of was in Apple. And I'm like, yo, fuck. Fuck them. All this shit could have been done on the phone. And it was a group uh, environment. And I, I guess everybody in that group must have, like, it, it just felt wrong because people were fake smiling for yeah. too long. And I know that shit had to hurt their face because I was just looking around. It was a beautiful scene, though, because we were, like, uh, they had, like, an open area uh, cafeteria kind of thing. So, you know, you see trees, you see all these kind of stuff, daffodils. Uh, beautiful or uh, beautiful flowers and shit like that. It's all over the place, and it was a, a nice, nice time, like nice landscape. But look at that bad things happen in nice land. So, what I'm gonna say is this: when anybody invites you to a nice place because they have something to tell you, just let you know that either you're gonna get somebody's gonna break up with you or you're gonna receive some bad fucking news <laughs> that is so true <laughs> they invite you to the nice area because they think it's gonna soften the yeah, blow they're gonna bro it's it's gonna hurt but don't act up don't act out 
Just expect it. Just expect it and just be like this. Go in for a hug, but let that hug be a little too long. And then you whisper in the ear, mark my words. <laughs> I will give my get back. And you will rule the day. Rule the fucking day when you did this to me. And then just go for a little smack. like, And that's it. That's it. And then let them live in that fucking moment that when they have a moment of rest, they realize that you said that you'll get them. So then that moment of rest will just be taken away just like that. Just saying. And with that revenge, let's talk about what happened to Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, the, the TikTok <laughs> video that's uh, going viral. Yeah. Um, what event was that? It was like a red carpet event. but for, it was for it, Creed. It was for Creed? For Creed, yeah. So Michael B. Jordan was promoting Creed and was on the red carpet event for, I guess, the, the premiere. And there was, a, there was a woman interviewing, I don't know for what company, and then she was able to get like two, a couple seconds with him. And, of course, he started with, yeah, we went to high school. Well, actually, no, she started. She said, oh, we went to high school together. And then he really quick, without thinking, replied back like, yeah, you, you call me corny. You call me corny, right? And, and she, was like, she was like, no, no, I didn't. And he was like, yeah, no, his, you did. I heard it. He did it to the side, too. It was like, you don't want to call me corny, right? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said, no, I didn't do that. But she talked about it on her podcast previously, saying that she used to, she used to call him corny because he was the one with headshots and stuff. He was the one with headshots and he had a name, Michael B. Jordan, but he can't play ball and stuff like that. But, I mean, when he was doing that, when he was in high school, wasn't he in uh, The Wire? Oh, I don't know. But all I know <laughs> is that, look, calling him corny. Fueled him. It fueled him. So you basically. You created him. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You, you, he should be thanking you. No, 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 no. Which. That, <sighs> but it, it just goes to show when you try to put someone down, you're giving mm. them fuel to surpass you. Yeah. Just remember that. And uh, what you call there were, uh, you know, there were some wild takes that were on TikTok. Actually, everybody's take, it seemed like it was in, it was, uh, you know, it was justified. But there was one person who had the, the wild take of saying, like, he should have got over it and stuff like that. Why is he all this fucking, like, uh, why is he so like angry about what took place in high school and she like kids say the darndest thing so she said that kind of shit and it's like nah but these are like the the these are growing pains and those growing pains don't fucking go away you remember that kind of shit you remember like people like s saying shit to you or like positive or negative you remember that kind of stuff and when you see them later you tell me that you don't get the kind of like the slightest fucking joy when you see that they're in a bad fucking way. Oh, that shit is up. It, it feels good. It's like it's like uh, getting showered with a uh, 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 ten thousand rats of joy. You know what oh I mean? It's like <laughs> <laughs> I think Pat's gonna steal the Rat King title from uh, from Theo Vaughn. He's, he's the new Rat King. It's like it's just being showered. With just like with joy, like oh shit, like damn, you peaked in high school, huh? And that was a lot of people who were saying that on her comments, saying that you must have been one of those people who uh, who bully people. And now when people are trying to get their uh, their get backs, now you over here saying like, oh wait, you don't want it? No, 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 no. You're gonna get it. 
and everybody's going to get their get backs. So that's the shit that that always gets me because it's, it's always the people who who used to do it who are trying to defend like, oh no, don't do this to people. You know, they they like to. Go the way of religion saying that you need to be the bigger person. It's like, nah, I'm going to be the bigger person and I'm going to stomp out this fucking lone rat that doesn't want to organize with the other 9,999 rats. I'm going to stomp out that one rat that doesn't want to organize with it. Get with the fucking program. You know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, man, um... It was it was one of those funny things, but I think what happened is that he he did he said that little comment, which was just like that. He still did the like the the interview. He still was professional about it. She asked questions and he answered, but the internet took that shit and everybody just started to you know regale people in uh, past uh, traumas that they had. And you know you know how the internet goes. Uh, when one per you know people uh find solidarity and either clowning people or uh solidarity and uh standing for what they deem is right and that's exactly what happened and also i mean i think i think everyone wants that everyone yeah. everyone's been made fun of oh yeah when they were when they were a kid when they were in high school and everybody wants Bro, that the, revenge that's the fucking story of Cinderella yeah. That's the story of Cinderella. That's the story of She's All That. That's the story of, uh, can I say Teen Wolf? The Ugly Duckling. Ugly Duckling. Everybody. Everybody wants to. <laughs> teen Wolf. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's all these uh, Ugly Duckling stories. All of every single one of them is that, is that same story. And everybody wants it to happen to them. And I think that it in, in certain ways that, it, that if you go out and get it, it, it would. And to be honest, like, I think the corny person does, like, prevail in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you keep on doing what you're doing and you you just, uh, you know, you just hold true to who you are. I think eventually you will get it in the end. You will be, like, victorious. May not It may not be, like, Michael B. Jordan victorious, but it will be your, your own fashion of victorious. Just don't uh, go with the status quo. I, I really, I really do believe that kind of shit. Um, but there was there was some talk that was saying like, oh, you know, it was because he was not like a gangster or anything like that, and you know, he just stuck to himself and his friends. You know, and he also, you know, he watched anime and all that other kind of stuff. And he still does to this day. That you know, she at the time she didn't find him uh, like attractive or anything like that but i'm a fan i'm a firm believer in and uh money will make you attractive to anybody Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what he has bro he wanted me personally if if i was in his in his shoes i'm like damn you know i want to lose some weight let me make a movie creed and then just go on this fucking uh this dietary restriction for six months and see if i can keep it and boom that's it that's all you need to do if you're in Hollywood. Just just do that kind of shit. Chris Pratt. Remember how he fucking looked in the uh, uh, fucking uh, Gardens of the Galaxy 1? Yeah. Dude, six-pack. This dude was big like me when he was in uh, Parks and Rec. And then you see this dude with fucking... Fucking... This dude was a gun show. He was the... He, this dude looked... I thought he was a fucking mass shooter. This motherfucker had so many goddamn guns, bro. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? This dude is... Uh, uh, 
yeah, man, it's just like it's it's what uh, Hollywood would do to you. That comedian, uh, Manjani, damn, butcher that. I ain't even try. I almost lost breath trying to say I got Manjani. You know what I'm talking about. He yeah. was in um, the Elementals. Eternals, Eternals. That's what, it is. and not Environmentals. Uh, he was in the Eternals, and that dude lost fucking weight. I remember somebody asked him, uh, "Did you keep it off?" And he was like, "No, he didn't." <laughs> and I see why. Like, bro, that shit is difficult, but it seems like that's the thing to do. Uh, yeah, man. Did you see um, what's also starting to go viral now on TikTok? So they're doing uh, the remake of Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, but his character, but his character is supposed to be like a UFC fighter. And for the pay-per-view UFC, they filmed a clip of the movie. Yeah. And he came in and he's fucking Bro, ripped. Dude. How old is this motherfucker? <laughs> how old is this guy, man? But yeah, that shit that shit went fucking viral, Jake Gyllenhaal. And it looks like um what's his name? The the Irish fighter is also gonna be in the movie too. Uh, Colin McGregor. Oh, for real? Yeah. Is Gil- Is it Gyllenhaal? Is it pronounced Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? I've always said Gyllenhaal, but it might be Gyllenhaal. I always hear people say Gyllenhaal. I always hear that shit, too. But I think the the real way, because it's, it's not an American last name, might be Gyllenhaal. How old is he, bro? But he actually came out, did 42. the weigh-in, got into the other fighter's face, then went into the octagon... And like, actually shot a uh, a fight scene really quick, which was really a smart thing to do. You got everybody there, all you gotta you got camera people, just shoot it. You know, that was really good. Yeah, uh, forty two years old. Yeah. So Jake Gyllenhaal is gonna be uh, doing the new Roadhouse, and then this is his second time getting you know jacked in training. Though you know, he also did Southpaw. Southpaw, which by the way, that movie. Pissed me off because I thought he was going to go like Southpaw during the whole fight or the whole like movie. He only went Southpaw like like the last five minutes of the fight. When what's they say, yeah, you got to go Southpaw on him. And then he went Southpaw and that was it. And it was like, I was like, I thought the whole movie was about Southpaw. It's not. It's, it was like if Karate Kid, if, if the movie was called. Oh, the crane kick. The crane kick. And then. He's not doing a crane kick on everybody. He's just doing it on that one time. You're like, this motherfucker only did it once, bro. What the hell am I watching? <laughs> the fuck is this? And you, or, like, I thought he was going to be a Southpaw fighter. No, he's not. He he is an orthodox fighter, and he learns how to do Southpaw uh, from uh, Forrest Whitaker. And it's like, come on, man. I guess it's good. I guess it's a good movie. But I, w- I went to the theaters to watch that shit. And that was one of those movie theaters that I walked out being like, I didn't like it. Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm uh, not a fan of this one. But yeah. Uh, what else do we got? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, um, shows that I might be uh, watching next week. Oh, wait, but you saw Chris Rock stand up. Yeah. I watched it last night. Uh, majority of it, it, it felt like Chris Rock from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like the, the jokes were, they were, they weren't bad. Um, but it was just, I don't know the, I, I felt like I've heard those topics again and, and you know, his style of, of, of saying it reminded me of the early 2000s, 
What I did like, though, was that he started out with what he hates, what he's starting to hate uh, with, like, this generation and with, like, woke culture is selective rage. Like, oh, I'm going to be upset about this, but this is okay. So, like, he made a he made an example, like, oh, no R. Kelly, but we could play Michael Jackson. It's like, yo, but it's the same fucking, it's the same, out, you know, so the it's selective outrage. And then he continued his set. And that ended with the Oscar controversy and the and the Will Smith thing, and he ended it going back full circle with selective outrage. Like, bro, you got mad because I made this comment, but you weren't mad at Jada Pinkett Smith interviewing you on television for the whole world to see that you got cheated on. Like, she fucked her son's best friend, and then interviewed you about it. Like, and but you're gonna get mad at me though. Like and and that going full circle was was the best part of like if you're gonna watch the Chris Rock Netflix special, just fast forward to those last ten minutes. That's the best part. That's, I gotta watch that's the, the build up. Thing. I gotta watch the build up yeah. of like that all the way to that. Oof, that's yeah. that's real. That's real though. It's like yeah, selective rage. Oof, my God, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that. Uh, I do plan on watching that. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. It's I think it's supposed to be uh, it's a show that comes out on Amazon and it's supposed to be about uh, a group that picks up uh, a female a female lead singer and uh, you know turmoil in it's, it's not a real actual musical group but I think it's it's kind of supposed to be about Fleetwood Mac and uh, all those groups from the the early 1970s and stuff like that, you know, where they had a female lead singer who was also like, you know, slept around and slept around with everybody in the group and there's drug involved and stuff like that. That looks pretty fucking dope. Uh, Money Shot, which is a documentary that's going to be on Netflix dropping next week. It's going to be about um, Pornhub and, I don't know if you remember the time. Watch people. Like, oh, I don't. I don't. I don't recall. There was a time where Pornhub was the fucking Wild West, where people were just putting up random shit, and it was like sex crimes that were actually taking place on that fucking website, and people were just getting off to it. And Pornhub did a fucking cleaning that took place. I want to say in 2019. This documentary is about all that, but with that, there were uh, people in Congress and the government were attacking like. Uh, legitimate uh, sex workers, like taking off, like just cutting off their social medias, cutting off their like bank accounts, and they just lost a whole new like their their only means of revenue. They lost it overnight just because um, they thought that oh shit, these motherfuckers are uh, soliciting to like children and and all this other kind of stuff. So there's a documentary that's supposed to be coming out about that. I'm not really sure if it's supposed to be just one hour or if it's supposed to be like a series like a mini series kind of thing but that looks pretty cool and i am most definitely going to watch the chris doc thing uh tonight with mandalorian episode two can't wait for that because i want to see if he actually gets down to the to the 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 mandalorian uh planet and see if he bathes in the in the lakes of uh, one Tonka or whatever See if he gets, and if and also I want to see if he's if he's gonna bathe in that shit with his helmet on, cause that's a wild fucking look. That's a wild look to just bathe with the helmet. on. Maybe maybe not. 
But you know, I do find it fucked up that she said that. Oh, if you can go, if you can go there, and you can show us that uh, we can we can live there on that planet again. Yeah, you'll 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 be a Mandalorian again. Yeah, it's 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 um, what do they call that? There, there's a there's a phrase for that. Um, I forgot what type of bird they they basically used to do this back in the day with uh, when people used to like dig in mines, and that was like the the normal. Way people a used canary to make the, in a coal mine? Yeah, the canary in the mine. Basically, you just stick the canary in there and then see if it lives or not. If it dies, it's dangerous. They'll go in there. It's not breathable. That's basically what they're using them for. That's fucked up. <laughs> she said that shit. But Already, it is the Star Wars galaxy. Bro, we talked about this. This is the most ruthless galaxy where your, your, your chances of living are not very high. They already losing numbers. I'd be like, yo, you already lost like five people to the alligator. Thanks. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. Because if I wasn't there, your, your dude with the turret gun would have died. The the youngling that just got turned into a Mandalorian, he would have died with his helmet that, by the way, is, it looks a little too small on him. Look at his shoulder to head ratio. It looks a little too small. Everybody would have died because of that fucking alligator. And you want me to go to Mandalorian... Uh, the original planet and see if it's inhabitable. Get real, bro. I think uh, I, I'm I'm going back to that. Like I'm interested to see because you basically have two two places of thought. You've got those hardcore Mandalorians, the ones that that basically say like, "Oh, you took off your helmet, you're fucked." Mm-hmm. And then you have Bo Katan, who's like, "No, no, no, they're a cult." Yeah, and, and bro, and, I and fucking love that. And shit, I think bro. that I I really hope that that's what this season is about. Is like he's gonna go, and he's gonna either realize like, nah, this is some cold bullshit, or should I think more like the the those other Mandalorians and like actually be true to this? Like, what is it? It's you it's know? the people who are born into it compared to people who are like like second generation, not really born into it, but they're like. Uh, they converted to it like the people who convert into like uh, uh, a religion usually be are they're more they're more like hard pressed and they're more like outgoing more than the people who are like born into it because they feel like they it, to me it feels like they they feel they have more to prove like I have to prove that I'm I'm, I'm a better person than than you. This happens. This fucking happens in a lot of things. This happens in uh, in the black community where people who are not fully black, who are like uh, red bone and shit like that, who they try they extra hard to be black more than people who are like like me. I'm black. I ain't got to try that hard because it's like, bro, you can see it on my face. It's not hard. But people who who are like who are red bone, they try extra hard. They, you know, they fucking wear daishikis. They know the history. They know the lore. They know all this other kind of shit. But it's like, damn, you're doing all that just to to be who you are? You you are this. You don't need to do all this other kind of stuff. All this other stuff is just like extra work. You are who you are kind of stuff. And I, bro, that shit, I hope they, oh my God, if they do that shit this season, they got another year out of me. Disney got another year out of me. If they if they fucking dive in deep into that shit, man. Cause man, that's the shit that I keep on talking about with like people who are like religious and they 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 go extra fucking hard. Anytime I see somebody who goes extra hard on 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 anything, especially on like uh religion, I'm like, 
your demons are fucking strong, bro. <laughs> like I don't know who I don't know who you got buried in the backyard, but their skeleton is showing because that because <laughs> what you're doing right now is 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 too fucking much. It's too fucking much. But yeah, man. Um, I hope they do dive in deep on that shit. Uh, let's see what we're gonna end off on. Send off on that same song that we started off with. Yes. All right, there, gents. My name is Pop, and this is Kev. We catch y'all next week. We've been us, and y'all been y'all. Hope you had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace. Have some scrumpet and tea. Touch of me. I see your mom's on me. Cho 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 be. Follow us on the TikTok. Red Ray Rock. Chichi Cop. Hip hip cheerio and all that jaws, mate. <laughs> <laughs>